kid didn't worry about a thing the world was simple then but it's different now a lot to figure out at some point i've got to learn to lay my questions down i've tried to make sense of it all but i just can't when i don't understand i lean on the love I'm a castaway, trying to make it back home. Hope is far and I'm losing faith, thirsting deep in my soul. I fell through the lies that they sold me. A mirage that lifts my spirits broken. Now I need you to show me I'm not on my own.
You may be seated. That song was actually sung by about 20,000 people every single night for like five nights. Uh, the young people from, well, Columbus, there were several groups, but we had 10 young people, two adults that went to Houston, Texas uh, to be part of a gathering that has been going on now for I don't know how many years, 45 years. But every three years they get together and uh, so there's been 15 times where people gather together, uh, this time in the Houston Astro Stadium, to lift up their praise to Jesus. And I've been uh, able to go to four of them throughout those years. I'll just tell you, every time it changes my life. Because you meet Jesus and you meet other people. And uh, what a blessing. And we're going to hear more from the youth and from our counselors a little bit later in the service. So... Uh, it is a treat. You'll see and hear what God has done. I want to welcome each and every one of you. I am Jim Thielen. I haven't been here for a while. I feel I should introduce myself to you. Um, been in Arizona seeing kids and grandkids, and it was just a blast. So good to be back. Uh, if you're a guest here, glad you're with us. Whether you are in the house or online, uh, we are so thankful that you've come to worship. We'd love to get to know you, um, maybe answer questions. And so you could stop at Next Steps. Um, there's other ways you can let yourself be known. Example, uh, we have a digital bulletin. So many things are going digital, right? And that's a QR code. If you have a smartphone and if you are smart, you can kind of connect the dots and uh, take out your camera and you can take a picture and all of a sudden it'll give you things like prayer requests, how you could submit a prayer request. Uh, it'll have activities that are going on in the life of the church. So uh, that's one way to do it. We also have hard copies available. That'll be there for you too. And if you're sitting here today and you, you kind of heard that we have communion or that you'd like to submit a prayer request, there are cards in front of you that will walk you through and kind of answer some of those questions about how to do a, um, a prayer or if you want to have communion, what do we believe as a church and how do you take communion, that'll be there as well. One other thing that you will see in there is um, about giving. We believe here at 1C that every single one of us, if you have a breath and have taken a breath in the last 10 seconds or 30 seconds, that is a gift that God has given you. And he's given us so many other ble uh, blessings too. And what he likes more than anything is for people like you and me to say thank you. Thank you for those blessings. Now how do we do it? We just sang a song and that's lifting it up to him when we pray our prayers, when we use our gifts and help other people, even when we give our tithes and offerings. Uh, those are just many of the ways in which we can say thank you, Jesus, for all that you've done. So as we prepare for worship, as we pray for, uh, prepare for the joy baskets that will be passed, I'm going to lead us in a time of prayer. Good and gracious Lord Jesus, you are friend. You are with us. And in all things, you have made yourself known in good times and in bad times. You've also made yourself known with the countless blessings that you pour upon us, one blessing on top of another. None of them that we've earned or deserved, but they all are from your gracious hand. We pray now that your spirit would fill this room, fill our hearts, fill our lives, um, bring to mind those blessings, and teach us what it means to be thankful. And may we respond with thankful hearts as we live our lives to you. Thanks, Jesus, for all that you have done and will do. And to you be the glory. Amen. One, two. 
Let's sing together. I search the world.
Come on up front. It is time for the kids' message. Yeah, make your way on up. Find a seat on the floor. I've got some pictures to show you this morning to see if you can tell me who is in the pictures. All right. So you see, as soon as you know who it is, just shout it out. All right. So it's going to be up on the screen. Are you ready? Here's the first one. Captain America. Captain America. Good job. And the next one? All right, Spider-Man. The next one? All right, here, Wonder Woman and Supergirl. Supergirl. They're really pretty close, though. But, yep, that's Supergirl. And the last one? Superman. That's right. That's Superman. All right. Well, those are all superheroes. And what is your favorite superpower? What's your favorite superpower? You could have a superpower. And I know I might not have had your favorite superhero up there, but what is your favorite superpower? Anybody have one? If you could have a superpower, what would it be? Yeah. What? Speed? Like flash? Speed? No, not like flash, but you'd have speed. Okay. Any other superpowers? What are some other superpowers? Speed. No? Well, I'm going to let you in on a little bit of, of a secret. I'm a little bit of a superhero, in case you didn't know. Yeah. That's for powers. I'm kind of like Superman. All right? You don't think I am? You said I'm not? You don't believe me? All right, I'll show you my superpowers. Are you ready? You ready? Well, I don't have a, well, I impressed some people, not very many. I think two people clapped. That was good. 
I didn't think I was going to impress anybody. But I don't have an S on my chest, but I've got these superpowers. It says love God and love people. And through faith in Jesus, these are the superpowers that God gives us. So through faith in Jesus, you are all superheroes too. Did you know that? You are your superheroes because you have a superpower because Romans chapter 8 verse 11 tells us that the same power that rose Jesus from the dead lives in you. Isn't that amazing? Through faith in Jesus, the same power that rose him from the dead lives in you. Now that is a superpower. The all-powerful, almighty Holy Spirit, through faith in Jesus, lives in us. And he defeated sin, he defeated death, he defeated the devil. And that power lives in us. Well, if we have that kind of power, what do we do with that kind of power? We do the things of Jesus, don't we? Because we have his spirit in us. So Jesus tells us the two most important commands are to love God and love people. So we want to love God and love people. And he also sends us out not to fly like Superman, not to swing from a web like Spider-Man, not to have super speed or to shapeshift. Somebody last service mentioned shapeshift. That's not why God sends us out, but he sends us out to make disciples. And through loving God, loving people, and making disciples, we get to use the superpowers that God gave us. Do you have a question? What? Sonic has super speed. I like Sonic slushes better than his super speed, but that's a different story for a different time. But so think about this. The, your superpower that you have, talk about with your family, either when you're driving home or over lunch, how can you use your superpowers this week? How can you love God together this week? How can you love someone, love people this week? And then who can you serve? And decide when this is going to happen and who you're going to help. All right? And you can all together as a family use your superpowers to love God, love people, and make disciples. All right? Let's pray. And fold your hands and repeat after me. Holy Spirit, thank you for living in us and allowing us to do the things of Jesus. Help us to love you more. And love people like you do. Amen. All right, boys and girls, you can head on back to your seats. And don't forget to talk to your family about how you're going to use your superpowers this week.
There is really no greater truth than that, right? How great our God is. Now, that truth stands alone and it stands to be truth, but there's something that tries to get in the way so that we don't know that and we don't believe it and that we don't live according to it. And it's called sin. And sin is a part of all of our reality, every single one of us. And what God wants people like you and me to do is to get honest with him about our sin and our need for forgiveness so we can get back to the I remember how great you are attitude. So we're going to confess our sins. And what we're going to do is we're going to use the confession that our young people used at the gathering. So just picture if you were 20,000 people being honest with God and with each other about sin. Kind of a powerful moment. But we're going to have a powerful moment here. We're going to get honest with God and with each other. And I'm going to remind you of the greatest news ever. So if you would join with me as we pray this prayer of confession. We confess that we have failed to see Christ in all things. We have not lived in reconciliation with our neighbors and have used people as a means to our own end. We have withheld forgiveness, promoted our own glory, and have not been agents of peace. Forgive us, Father, through your Son, and reconcile us to yourself. Not sure how many times you use the word reconciliation or the word reconcile. Uh, I just want you to know what that means. It means to make right again. Something was out of whack, and it's called sin. Your sin, my sin. And because what Jesus did 2,000 years ago on a cross and in an empty tomb, he reconciled the world back to God brought us back into a relationship with him. And what he did is he took the sins of the world 
and he willingly went up on a cross. And if you remember those words of Jesus, I mean, he spoke several words, but when he said, it is finished, he was speaking to the payment that was necessary so that sin could be satisfied. And with his death, put a death to our sin. And in his resurrection, we have life. And we have new life. Ready for this? In all things. And I hope you experience that right here, right now, and as you make your way through this week. That this Jesus loves you and is with you in all things, through all things, um, even in spite of all things. He is there. Our Lord Jesus Christ, on the night when he was betrayed, he took bread, and after he'd given thanks, he broke it and gave it to his disciples and said, Take and eat. This is my body which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. And in the same way also, he took the cup after supper, and after he'd given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink of it, all of you. This cup is the New Testament of my blood, given and shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And the peace of the Lord be with you always. Amen. And as we now have the next song and, and as we have distribution, as we call it, if you have those individual communion sets, feel free to receive the bread and wine, body and blood for the forgiveness of sins. And if you're going to come forward during the next song to receive communion uh, up here, if you desire either gluten-free or grape juice, please let the server know. And my prayer for you and me is as we experience this moment together, we will be reminded and we will taste and see that these are God's gifts for all of God's people. Amen. Daddy's home. 
Now may this true body and blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ strengthen you and empower you for life, for mission, for ministry, all for the glory of God. Go in his name and in his love. Amen. Let's go to God in prayer. 
Father, a prayer for continued strength to be with Nancy as she receives tests, scans, and the final rounds of treatment. Bring healing and strength and bless her, Lord. A prayer, Lord, to make a decision to whether to stay at my home for it's falling apart. Prayers for Lorena. Prayers for healing and strength as she recovers from her fall. And prayers of thanksgiving for her family as they gather together to help her through this time. And prayers for courage and strength for my sister-in-law, Krista, as she embarks on the journey of sobriety. Prayers of strength for a good friend as she continues her battle with cancer. Be with her and her family through these treatments. Prayers for strength and peace for Bobby as she continues to fight her battle with cancer. Be with her and her family through treatments as well as the doctors. Prayers for family members for safe travels. Prayers for a quick recovery for my sister who has COVID. Prayers for Grace as she continues her recovery from alcoholism and for her new job of a thanks. And thank you for giving her a new lifestyle, a healthy lifestyle. Father, we thank you for all these prayers spoken and the ones unspoken on our hearts. Help us to bring them to you, knowing that you care for us and that we're able to just lay it at your feet. Join me as we say the Lord's Prayer that he taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us as our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. As I mentioned during the announcements, we're going to have an opportunity to hear our young people and the counselors talk about their experience in Houston, Texas. Uh, I just want to say as, as your pastor, thank you for your support. Thank you for your prayers, encouragement, uh, financial support, um, being part of some of their fundraisers. Uh, what you did really makes a difference in the lives of people, and you're going to get to see that in just a moment. Uh, one of the things that we just want to let you know is that God is moving. He is moving in a mighty way, and our prayers is that it would move mightily in the hearts and lives of these young people, not just now or after a five-day event, but every single day as they continue to live for him. So we're going to experience um, uh, them talking about things, about what they've seen, and I'm trying to think if you covered this last time, but there are like several big things that happen. They have the mass events, they have Bible studies, they have um, their small group time at night, at the end of the day. Um, many different things that were part of the experience. So you're going to get to hear and see some of that now. Good morning, everybody. Um, kind of like what Pastor said, we want to thank everybody in the congregation for your support. Um, while we took these kids on this trip, it was truly life-changing. Um, not just for Chris and I, but for these kids also. We were fortunate enough to be able to go with our sister church, uh, Peace Lutheran, and there were 44 of us total, and it, the bonding that happened and just everything that we were able to experience, especially as a large group. Um, 
our kids are going to go through and kind of tell you a highlight of their of their trip. And even if they don't feel comfortable speaking, which some of them don't, please know that their lives were definitely changed during this event. Just because they don't say it doesn't mean it didn't happen and that we as adult leaders and other students didn't witness it because every single person that went on this trip was changed. We're gonna start with Alex. Good morning. My name is Alex. This was my first youth gathering trip and hopefully not my last. Um, one thing that impacted me the most was one of our mass events, what they had, which they had statistics on percentages of each youth in every single category. I picked um, the force because I've been through that and I was good to know that I was not alone in that. And um, all I know, God, he was all over in the room with me. So what Alex is talking about is during one of the mass events, um, every person there was given a card with a number on it. And our group number was 10. Um, and they were calling out different numbers and making the people who had those numbers stand up. And they represented different statistics that these kids deal with. Um, like Alex said, divorce, uh, bullying. Um, yep, sorry, anxiety, depression, uh, suicide, school, I'll let Chris do that one. Um, but so they would call out these numbers and it was so moving to look around and say and see that like in Alex's case, wow, there's 10 other, 10,000 other students standing up that have been impacted by divorce. It's not just me, that there are others and that there are others that I can talk to about this. Um, and then Chris had one yes. too. So we, we were given these numbers, and the craziest part, I'm going to tell you how this worked. So they would go ahead and say, we're going to talk about you know, the percentage of kids in this stadium. There's 20,000 of them. And we want numbers 1, 3, and 5, just an example, to stand up. And they would say, this number represents 47%. Again, I'm just, I don't remember the actual numbers. I'm just making this part up. 47% of students who have dealt with divorce in their family. So we would sit there, and all of a sudden, half the stadium would rise up, and you'd hear the chairs moving. And it was very moving to hear that. And it's like, wow, you know. It's crazy part is Alex was part of my group, and so I know exactly what he's talking about because I come from a broken home too, so I know what divorce is like. So it just, wow, hit all of us like crazy. But the craziest one was the school shootings one because they said the statistic, they said, we would like numbers 1 through 10 to all stand. It's all of us. It wasn't a single one. And it said, 100% of kids today have gone through a time where there's been a school shooting. That didn't happen in my day. Didn't happen in your day. But these kids have all dealt with it. That's crazy. It's crazy to think that way. Hello. Um, my name is Brian Alvarado. I'm going to be a senior at Columbus High School. And this is my first youth gathering that I've attended. And uh, I definitely plan on going back. Um, there were just so many great parts of it. The mass gatherings were probably the highlight for me. Um, so every night, for like five nights, I think, um, we would all go to the, the, the stadium. Um, 
we'd all gather, we'd all kind of chit-chat for a little bit, waiting for it to start. And when it finally started, we'd kick it off with some songs and just some worship. And then we'd have um, the main speakers um, come forward, and they would just share so much about their lives and just be so open to us and just let us know that we're not alone. Um, one of the biggest points they made was um, brokenness. Um, everybody is broken. And that one just kind of like hit, like it's just true. We all have our own problems. Um, some of us don't, don't come from the best lives or don't have the best lives. And um, I think it's just important to remember that um, we have each other to lean on. We're all um, people of Christ. And I think that's one of the most impactful things that um, really hit me at the youth gathering. My name is Genesee Ruppert, and I just graduated from CHS. I'll be a freshman at UNL in the fall. And this was also my first youth gathering, and I would love to go back. Uh, the most impactful thing that I learned is from a session, and it was called Worth Dying For. So that basically means that Jesus died for all of us, everyone, to get rid of our sin and to forgive us for our sins. And it was mostly about relationships. If you're in an awful, toxic relationship, you're worth way more than the words they're telling you. And even if you're in a good relationship, you should both have a good relationship with God and go through that journey together. Thank you. Hi, my name is Blake, and seeing 20,000 people at the mass events is just crazy. Hi, I'm Randy McCullough, and my favorite session was Anxiety Interrupt, and the, the session leader uh, took a soda can and shook it, then opened it, and it shows how the pressure in the soda can is the pressure in your body. Hi, I'm Calissa, and this is my first youth gathering. Hello, everyone. I'm Brody Raymond, Alicia's favorite son. Um, it's my first youth gathering. I plan to go on one more, hopefully. Um, one of my biggest takeaways from the 2022 youth gathering was a session called Worth Dying For, a new model for dating and relationships. One thing that was discussed was how the devil attacks our values. John 10.10 says, a thief has come in to steal, kill, and destroy. He does this by attacking our values, making us feel like we've been clarenced. Like we're not worth it, while God says that we are worth it, and that we are loved. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. As well as Romans 5.8, But God shows his love for us, and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. The best, thing in life, the best things in life are good relationships. The worst things in life are bad relationships. God calls us to have a relationship with him. Through Christ, we find our true identity and worth through God. So I encourage you, find that relationship with God. You can find peace. You can leave all your anxiety, depression, all of your sin at the door and just come to Jesus. Find that relationship with him, and it'll change your life. Thank you. Okay, I'm Joseph Hayek. This was my first youth gathering and most definitely not my last. <laughs> 2025, here I come. 
Um, so during one of the mass events, Zach Zender did this little, I don't know what you'd call it, segment. There we go. Yeah, that word. Um, over middle words. And it was over this, we all know what's coming in the end. We're all going to have eternal life with God and stuff like that. So he would say things like this. Sin is a middle word, but grace is a final word. Or anxiety is a middle world word, while peace is a final word. Or even death is a middle word, while life is a final word. And then, as I accidentally gave a sneak peek of, loneliness is a middle word, and belonging is a final word. And the biggest one of all, Satan is a middle word. And Jesus is the final word. Which one? I don't know how to follow that one up. <laughs> Just kidding. Hi, I'm Harrison Robbins. Um, and unlike the rest of these guys, this was my second youth gathering. Um, and most, like everyone else, I'm definitely going back. Um, my, my topic is not about the gathering. or Well, it's about the gathering. But it's not about any of the mass events or anything. It's actually about the theme passage that was that brought the theme in all things to this youth gathering. And my page just flipped, so let me be patient with me. The theme passage is this. It comes from the uh, book of Colossians, chapter 1. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For by him all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities. All things were created through him, and for him. And he is before all things, and in him all things hold together. And he is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in everything he might be preeminent. For in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell, and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, making peace by the blood of his cross. So that was the main passage and that the theme came from for this year's youth gathering. And in Bible study each day, we had three days of Bible study. We had, two, we had three different themes, themes. Oh, my gosh. First one being Christ creates. Second one being Christ reconciles. And the third one, Christ reigns overall. So, I mean, what do these mean? The first one, Christ creates. We know the story of creation. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. John 1, 1 through 3 also says that in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. All things were made through him and for him, something like that. I just forgot it. Um, but we know that Jesus created all of us, and we are all here for him, and we are here through him. And everything that was made around us couldn't have come from anywhere but through him. The second one, Christ reconciles. So obviously, we know back in Genesis, the fall of humanity. Adam and Eve sinned, leading us down a deep, dark hole of a sinful world. And we know the story of the flood. God erased it to start over. But we are all broken people, as we've talked about here. We are all broken. But the good news is that God, the God of heaven, the God of our universe, came down to this very earth to reconcile us to himself. 
because we are broken and because he wants to have a relationship with us. A non-broken relationship, but a perfect one through faith in him. And the third one, Christ reigns over all. We know that, like I just said, we, are, we live in a broken world. We are all sinful, and we have problems that we deal with. We deal with brokenness. We deal with broken relationships. We deal with anxiety, depression, divorce. All of these things, Christ is above all of them. Christ reigns over depression, anxiety, divorce. He is in these things, and because of him, we have hope that one day he is going to be our king forever and that we will live with him in his eternal glory and his eternal presence. Can we give these kids a hand? I just want to take a second, too, to point out we have some of our friends from Peace here, too, that were on our trip with us. These kids have learned a lot of stuff in the last six days, seven days, and we've had so much fun, like we've talked about, you know, a lot of the stuff we've been talking about is kind of heavy. Yeah, we had a lot of fun. We, had a, we went to the beach at one point. We went to NASA. They had to drag me out of the space shuttle because I thought it was really cool. Um, they didn't have to, but it was, yeah. Uh, anyway, we had all the good time, we, and we uh, bonded together. It was a lot of fun to, and an honor to meet all these kids and really get to know all of them and to have them in our groups every night. And we would sit and talk about the heavy stuff. You know, we'd learn something in a session that was heavy. And the fourth night of the session was my favorite because there was a gal there who, who was presenting the entire session, the entire week, with Zach Zender. Zach Zender is a pastor in Omaha at King of Kings. But uh, Noemi, I'm going to say this terribly because I'm not really good with names. Guerra? Say it. Noemi Guerra. Okay, I am not his, I am not Latino. I cannot say that. But thank you, Brian. She was amazing. She's from the South Texas District. Uh, in Houston. She's a deaconess with the LCMS, and she got up and talked about brokenness. And, and I don't remember who it was here mentioned brokenness being so important. She talked about how, as Christians, Christ fights our battles for us every single day. And that was something we mentioned, we talked about, you know, during the, the sessions and stuff. And we're warriors. And I went, ah, oh, light came on, and I woke up at 3 o'clock this morning because it's all that I could do is just pounding through my head. Warriors. And she mentioned, she goes, you are all warriors. And she mentioned this to the kids. I'm going to mention it to all of you because you are all warriors. And I thought about this long and hard last night. Harrison and Chayton and myself, is Chayton up here? He's not up here, is he? We are all Cherokee Indians, right? So we're Native American. And I'm going to show you something. I, this was on my mind last night. How many of you guys know what this is? This is an eagle feather. So back in the day, in battle, we would give out eagle feathers to our members of our tribe who done specific things in battle, whether it be touching the enemy, whatever. Well, I thought about that. I'm like, you know, I haven't earned one. Because now what we do is like if we have uh, an important event in our lives, like graduation or college graduation or whatever, they award eagle feathers. I've never really felt like I've earned one. But this week, hearing her talk about warriors, we're warriors, aren't we? We're warriors, aren't we? Yeah. So I feel like I finally earned my eagle feather. But the craziest part was we're sitting there talking about this, and it's like warriors. Yeah, Christ fights our battles. How do we fight our battles? On our knees. We pray, 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 pray. And it's crazy to think that this whole week, this is all the stuff that's been wrapped up in our minds. They've talked to us about different things that Christ has done for us. And I've watched these kids grow exponentially every single day because of their faith in Christ. It wasn't us leading them. They're leading us.
crazy to think that. But we had such a great time. We want to thank our sponsors. We want to thank our prayer partners. I know mine personally and Carrie's, Greg and Kate Schatz, Mark and Susan Mays. Thank you so much for, for, for praying for us. All these kids had a prayer partner somewhere in the congregation. Thank you for praying for us. For anybody who has gone and done different uh, things with the uh, fundraising, we appreciate that. In three years, where are we going? New Orleans. New Orleans. Wow. Okay. It's not like it's going to be hot and humid there. I will tell you that two things. I need. Where's Greg at? Is Greg up here yet? Hey, we're going to have Greg come here. I'm going to talk about something real quick. Um, one of the things that we talked about at the end of the sessions, and we got done on the last day, and everybody was actually pretty sad because uh, here we are. We're getting done with this amazing event, and we're going home. We don't have 20,000 people in this church singing along and drums pounding and everything else. So we have to try and recreate the excitement here at home with less people. And I got to thinking, I'm like, okay. So the kids were like, what do we do? I'm like, well, it's easy. It's the Great Commission. What? Well, that's when Jesus goes out and says, go out into all the world and proclaim the gospel to the whole creation, that whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, and whoever does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will accompany those who believe. In my name they will cast out demons. They will speak in new tongues. They will pick up serpents with their hands, and if they drink my, any deadly poison, it will not hurt them. And if they lay hands on the sick, they will recover. Well, that's our job now is to go out and proclaim the, the love and the gospel of Christ to anybody who will listen. I think they're going to do it. I, it's, you should have seen some of the things we saw in, in Texas. It was crazy. These kids going up to people and talking about Jesus, and it's like, okay, that's just crazy. But how do we do it as adults? How do we reach out to like these kids do? Or how do we have these kids minister to us to understand? Well, it, that hit me too. I'm going, it's exploration. And in about, what, a, a month? Month-ish? Month-ish. <laughs> Month-ish. I like that. Yeah. We'll be doing exploration, which is our Wednesday night midweek Bible studies. And, Greg, there's plenty of opportunities for us to do this. And I haven't told him yet, but I'll be hosting The Chosen Season 2. And I want people to join for that because The Chosen has been a great opportunity. For if you don't know Jesus, you can come to this and you can learn who he is. Or you can uh, uh, further your Bible knowledge, and it's just it's another great you know, experience. Absolutely. Well, what all do we have going on as far as oh, Bible, Bible so studies much. go? Um, first, I'm just so excited that all these students and Chris and Carrie got to go to the National Youth Gathering. Obviously, it made a huge impact. Um, if you're a youth out there getting ready to go into sixth grade, in three years you'll be eligible to go in the National Youth Gathering 2025. Um, so keep that in mind. Uh, obviously, summer is a great time to do... Uh, mission trips, youth gatherings, uh, summer camps, things that you normally don't do throughout the school year. But now with summer, I'm not going to say it's coming to an end. It, as we travel through summer, we're getting closer to the start of school. Um, and with that comes that regular routine of school. Um, also with that comes our Wednesday evening exploration. And exploration is really opportunities for all ages to get involved from uh, staff nursery uh, kids ministry, middle school ministry, high school ministry, adult classes, really to spend time together as we grow in, in loving God, loving our neighbors, and, and going to make disciples. So uh, there are tons of opportunities to get involved if you love youth. You can serve with youth. Kids, you can serve with kids. Um, and also, obviously, all those age groups, there are groups for them as well. And we have uh, a variety of different adult groups as well. Like Chris mentioned, to be leading the Chosen. We're uh, in the process of putting the full slate of classes together. That'll start uh, mid to late August. But you can check our website, uh, 1cchurch.com, click on register for classes and events uh, to find out what other classes will be offered here real shortly. Or you can also see us uh, at Next Steps afterwards.
Rudy? Everyone put your hands out in front of you just like this. Oh, yeah, stand up. <laughs> All right, now, please put your hands out like this in front of you. Now cross them over your heart and take some deep breaths. Now repeat after me. This life, this heart, this story, every story is held by the one who holds all things. Now close your eyes, continue breathing deeply, and feel your heart beating. This heart is a heart that Jesus created, a heart that he loves, a heart that he died for, a heart that's been reconciled. Now let's say this together. This life, this heart, this story, every story, is held by the one who holds all things. Amen.
ones you ever felt ashamed Here's a song for all the broken hearted I believe you're only getting started To anyone who trusts in Jesus' name Watch your world become forever changed Here's a song about light from darkness I believe you're only getting started When I 